Hi, I'm John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy with another Global Real Estate School podcast. Hi, it's John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy. Thanks for joining me on this video podcast on Global Real Estate School and of course our Instagram TV account. And you may also be listening via our podcast at iTunes or Podbean and several other places that we go out to. Uh, via audio. So if you're joining us, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I try to provide real estate exam tips for the real estate exam, but it's global real estate school. And I'm going to be incorporating more and more ways that you can grow your real estate business. I also uh, do a lot of technology and marketing training. So I'm going to be throwing some technology and marketing in from time to time. But thanks for joining. And today we're going to pick up back on from our last podcast, which is uh, we were talking about an exam question. We were talking about contract for deeds and and we and I wanted to bring an exam question in and somehow I got side railed on uh, chased a rabbit on the contract for deeds, which was okay. But we kind of briefly talked on the exam question that said a mortgage or Remember, the mortgagor is the borrower, right? That's how I remember it. Mortgagee is lending money. So the mortgagor, the borrower's right to reestablish ownership after delinquency is known as, you know, the real estate exam, it's kind of like the Bible, I guess. You have all these different translations, and sometimes you have to think about, well, what do they mean, the mortgagor's right? Probably would be a lot easier if the exam writer would just say, hey, if the borrower loses their home in foreclosure, what's their right to get the property back afterwards you know that would be a much better it would be like the message translation you know sometimes it's just a little easier to understand not that there's anything wrong with with the other biblical translations or the translations exam writers use but in layman's terms what they're asking here is if the borrower loses the home in foreclosure, what's their right to get the property back called? And it's called the equity right of redemption. And I mentioned on our last podcast, there are two types of redemptions. There's what's called a statutory right of redemption. There's also called an equitable or equity right of redemption. So again, mortgage or borrower, what's their, what's their uh, way to reestablish ownership or to get the property back? Well, it's the equity right of redemption. So if you, or let's just say your property is being foreclosed on by the bank, and we hope that doesn't happen, but unfortunately, sometimes there could be a foreclosure proceeding. If you don't pay your uh, mortgage payment, if you don't pay your taxes, if you don't keep insurance up, there's all those uh, rules to the game when you sign that loan at the bank. If you violate any of those terms in the deed of trust, then there's a clause in the deed of trust that allows the lender, in this case the mortgagee, to um, 
foreclose on the property. And what you need to understand is in every state, so if, if, if let's just say that I was issued a foreclosure on my, the bank started foreclosure proceedings on my property today. Well, there is what's called an equitable right or an equity right of redemption, an equitable right of redemption that from the date they begin the foreclosure proceedings all the way through the day of foreclosure, I have the right to get my property back. So if I win the lottery or if someone gives me the money, I can literally go in right up before they do the foreclosure sale and pay off the note and get the property back. In fact, years ago, there was a bank that was foreclosing on a, on a farm. It's a long story. I won't go into all the details. It was a small local bank. And a friend of mine knew the people who were losing the farm. And he said, I want to pay the, the note off. I want you to go in and pay the note off. They're foreclosing on the property tomorrow at 2. I actually walked into the bank at 10 o'clock in the morning with a cashier's check for the amount of the money that was owed, along with the interest, late fees, cost of the foreclosure sale. And I paid that note off at 10 o'clock in the morning prior to foreclosure. Well, those mortgagors in this case, they had what's called an equitable right of redemption. They could redeem their property up through before foreclosure. And my friend paid off that loan for those folks and helped them out. That was their right. That's their equitable right. Now, in some states, we have what is called a statutory right of redemption. In other words, there are some states that will allow you to go in after the foreclosure sale and redeem your property. And so the way that works at the foreclosure sale is that the, the property is awarded to the highest bidder who's willing to accept the lowest interest rate in return. So if you owed $100,000 to the bank, and that's what they opened the bidding at, and I bid $100,001 because I just want to go a dollar over what's owed, and I'm willing to accept 3% interest, and someone else bid $100,001, but they wanted 4% interest, it would go to the the highest bidder with the lowest interest rate. Now, trust me, there are many more. I know there might be an attorney or two watching this. I don't know the legalities in every state that are out there. And there are many more legal um, um, laws and rules that will apply in a statutory foreclosure state. I'm just giving you the, the terminology you need to understand for the real estate exam. The statutory right of redemption is your right to purchase the property um, after after the, the foreclosure sale has taken place. A lot of times with tax liens, you there's a statutory right of redemption. So equitable right before, statutory right is after. And uh, you just need to understand that even though there are four foreclosures, and, and banks may start a foreclosure, 
you have an equitable right to get that property back anytime before the foreclosure sale. That's your equitable right of, of redemption. There is a statutory right that goes in place after the foreclosure sale takes place. So I know some of you are saying, wait a minute, you mean if I bought a home at a foreclosure sale, the defaulting borrower could come and pay the property off? And the answer is yes. That's why in many states you might see a property that has gone through foreclosure and it's going to sit empty for a while because you don't want to go in and make a lot of repairs. And again, there's there's lots of legal issues that I, you don't need, thankfully, you don't need to know those for the exam. But, you, you know, take caution, uh, talk to an attorney, get legal counsel, talk to the title company, and understand these rules that could apply to a foreclosure sale after the foreclosure sale has taken place. So here's what you need to know for the exam, okay? Before, before the foreclosure sale takes place, you have what? Great job, equitable right of redemption. After the sale, it's called a statutory right of redemption. And the question again said, the mortgagors, that's why you gotta know the terms, buyers, borrowers, right to a reestablish ownership after delinquency is known as equity of redemption. See how they word all of these things a little bit differently? And I said buyers, I, the borrower is a mortgagor because you could be refinancing your house and be the borrower. But know those definitions. Did you know we have digital flashcards at Global Real Estate School you can download. We also have practice exams to help you pass the exam. So it doesn't matter what state you are in, check us out, globalrealestateschool.com. It's coming up 10 minutes. I didn't realize it went that quick uh, or that long, but you start trying to explain some of this stuff and it takes some time. But thanks for joining this podcast. Um, check us out, Global Real Estate School. If you know someone in Kansas, Oklahoma, Missouri or South Dakota, we can help you with the pre-licensed real estate school. We're working to get approved in other states, but it doesn't matter if you're in Arizona, California, Florida. I get calls from people all over the state. Check out our study aids. They are very good as well. Subscribe to the podcast. Um, like us. I'd appreciate that. And reach out to me if you have some questions. I'm always here to help as well. Thanks for watching and listening to the podcast. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the podcast for Global Real Estate School. I'm John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy. Go out and make it a great day.